It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clug Show. Thanks for uh, joining us every week, every Tuesday. Obviously, you get a brand new episode. Uh, stay up to date if you're uh, missing a few. It's easy. Wherever you got this, you can go find the other ones, or you can go right to the homepage, uh, get the uh, podcast, get the uh, social media links, get the videos, get all the good stuff. Head over to jlnkshow.com. All right, here's what we're going to find out today on the podcast. Uh, oh, it's classy music. I like that. We're going to hear from a dude who's insecure after finding out how many dudes his girlfriend has banged out over the years. That's such a weird thing to be upset about, but I bet there is a number where it becomes worrisome. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. How is that even mathematically possible, fella? Yeah, what if I told you seven? No. Eleven? No. A hundred and six. Wow. I mean, you know, maybe... What do they ha- say? Well, it'll be an easy birth. <laughs> I mean, maybe you had a really fun, loosey-goosey summer. Well, we learned uh, the I things... Think I, even, I don't think I've even spoken to 106 <laughs> women. Uh, we'll find out the things that women will only do once they become your girlfriend. We've got some great sexting conversation starters. We'll talk about probably why your fanny hurts all of the time, and we've got the worst person on the planet. Uh, a lot of urine uh, towards the end, uh, urine and fecal at the end of the podcast, so let's worry about that when we get there. Uh, this is from uh, AskMen.com. <clears throat> this is, I guess, primarily for the ladies. I don't know, ladies, I don't know what you're into, but if you're adventuresome, if you're exciting, if you like to try new stuff all the time... And you think, my boyfriend, my husband, he's just kind of a dead fish. He's not into anything new. Nothing exciting. Well, according to a new study, there are nine kinds of taboo sex out there. And you, there's a pretty good chance that your guy is into at least one of them. I'm trying to think. Is it like <laughs> nine general types or like nine specific things? Well, we'll start from the bottom and we'll work our way up. Exhibitionism. Oh, that's when you uh, you do it or you you get it on in front of other people. They said just about all of us are either voyeurs or exhibitionists in some fashion, knowing you might be seen or do something risky, like even leaving the bedroom blinds open is enough to put some people over the edge. The problem, though, is it's also a great way to get yourself into a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that there was a school over, that, <laughs> over on the other side well, of those trees? I was just going to say, like, you know, if somebody saw you at work or something, but a, a school. You're like, you're like, oh, what's on the other side of those trees? They're like, it's a school, sir. No, you're hey, going to jail. We talked about a guy in the podcast about a month ago who was beaten off at a school. Remember he was running for office? He's yeah. like, protect the kids. And he's like, wank, wank, wank. Yeah, that's the first thing I think of. Is these guys are like, I didn't know there was a school on the other side of the hill. They're like, ooh. <laughs> Your penis was pointed right at it, sir. Oh. Nine kinds of taboo sex and dudes are into at least one of these. Choking. Being choked or choking? Uh, either or. This is another one that's grown in popularity over the years. Boy, you sure hate to think about Meemaw and Pawpaw choking each other out while they're doing it. Uh, I think it's a recent thing. His life has become more stressful. We're looking for more outlets. I just want to black out for just a couple of minutes and maybe just reset my brain. I don't think you want to think about your grandmother saying, just about the time my eyes oh, roll yeah. back on my head, let it go. Yeah. Yeah, Pawpaw's up on top of her. He's got her fucking mashed into the pillow. I don't even want to think about that. Choking the hell out of that old woman who wasn't so old at the time. Uh, They do say choking can be tricky, though. Communication and consent are keys. (laughs) Communication. Stop. Stop. Water sports. 
Ah, the pee stuff. <coughs> Nine kinds of taboo sex. Your dude is probably into one of them. Uh, they oh they 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 call it. I got to imagine <clears throat> peeing on somebody is a lot better than being peed upon. Yeah. What do they call it? Micturated upon. Hey, guess what? Nobody's gonna argue with that statement. <laughs> like if if a girl <laughs> not was, a hot take. Like if I'm out on a date, she's like. <clears throat> She's like, I want you to pee on me. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's can, not a bad, not that, a bad deal. I can work this in. Just give me a couple of more drinks. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, I'll do it seven or eight times tonight if you want. <laughs> I can scoot on you in the parking lot if you want. <laughs> uh, they call it potty play. <clears throat> I didn't know that. I don't know why you need to call the potty. Uh, the bathroom, the uh, bathtub. The, they say is the nice place to start. Uh, pegging. On the surface, many guys would call being taken from behind by a woman wearing a strap on. <laughs> we we laughed, and we have a special relationship to pegging because we heard about it, and then we Googled it, what, 11, 12 years ago? We worked with a guy. We, at, it's like Because that particular sex act has been around, but it, didn't, it wasn't called pegging. At least I didn't think so until, what, 10, 15 years ago? Somebody put a name with it, and then... Uh, a dude that we worked with brought it up on Wikipedia because we were laughing about it. And there is an image, and swear to God, if you go to Wikipedia, just Google or, you know, pegging Wikipedia, and there's an illustration. It is of, the funniest fucking illustration on all of Wikipedia. And you and I and our buddy Adam howled about it for months and months. And we sent, we saved that image and we sent it to friends via text. It we, was the original Hard Luck Herald. <laughs> <laughs> Our hide the pain herald. Yeah, hide the pain herald. <laughs> the, the guy. The, not only is he being taken from behind, which you know, if you're into it, fine. But the look, the the way they've got him posed, he looks so defeated. He's just like, well, this is my life now. I'm just a pegging horse for people to jump on. It, it's not like he agreed to it, but he just accepted what is happening. It's like, um, it's like in the movies when you see the old tired dad getting ridden around by the young kids. They're like, come on, giddy up, giddy up. And he just looks like I hate my fucking life. That guy is the same look, but he's just looking down at a floor that's not offering him any comfort. They say many guys would call being taken from behind by a woman wearing a strap on repulsive and heterosexually questionable. Uh, the reality is way more men are into it than are willing to admit it or experiencing sexuality from the other side, they say, is a major turn on. Uh, nine kinds of ta- kinds of taboo sex that every guy is into at least one ragtime action. I think we all know what that is. What? <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. Uh, what do they call it? Getting your wings? Isn't that what they call it? BDSM. <laughs> Some- I like the sad trombone. That should have been the pegging guy. <laughs> pegging. <laughs> Give in to it. They say, uh... He's like, he's saying, this is my wop wop. That's the noise you make, probably. Yeah, that's it. that was, uh, it, uh, the very first episode of the show is Shameless. <clears throat> the two people upstairs that eventually adopted the, the the Russian prostitute. Oh, yeah. And, uh, in the very first episode of Shameless, he's getting pegged. And it's funny, because it's a real quick scene. It's real fast, but he just turns around and he goes, it doesn't hurt as bad as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we all know what BDSM is. There's the cuckling again. Ah, oh, man, that that's a, that's a hard no. For some dudes, the thought of seeing his partner getting rocked by another dude is hot as hell. And they thrive on the voyeuristic nature of it. All right, I get that. Uh, group sex? 
Uh, yeah, I can see most dudes be into that. It's a fantasy that everybody has. Some are lucky enough to experience it. And then, of course, there's booty action. Is that really taboo or like... They say over recent years, this has become more normalized, but there's still plenty who view it as uh, very taboo. It seems like all the women you hear about are into that, except for the women you know. <laughs> it's running wild out there with strangers. <laughs> so Sometimes I feel... That's just, it must be like having a Big Mac, just an everyday occurrence for some dudes these days. They say the fact there are lots of women who find it pleasurable, and guys have realized there are some male G-spots there to be had as well. There's gold in them there, Hells. You just gotta find it. Yep. <laughs> oh, pegging. <laughs> Here comes pegging Patty. <laughs> All right, and where do you draw the, uh, where do you draw the line? This dude is insecure. Well, he says, we, "We just drew one about getting, <clears throat> about getting peed on." He says, uh, "This guy's worried about his experience and his inability to please his new lady, considering how sex was." Uh, well, his his girlfriend. He's twenty seven. He's been dating his twenty five year old girlfriend for three months. For whatever reason, that question came up. How many everybody slept with for him? It was four. <clears throat> you said eleven <laughs> was fine. Hey. Four. There's the music. <laughs> I've only slept with four women. For her, it was, quote-unquote, about 30. Oh, that's not bad either. <laughs> he was shocked. He can't. Uh, he said now he can't stop feeling so insecure because he's less experienced. And he can't get it out of his head. Hey, 30 is not that bad. <laughs> so I thought you were going to say, like, 350. Like, miles of people. As far as your eye could even see. It could wrap around the planet's <laughs> equator. That's how many dogs have been in this poor young lady. I used to work with a guy at a radio station who was about uh, like eight, ten years older than the rest of us, but he was part of that whole like grew up in the seventies and eighties and just a just a hippie, you know, whatever. And he was dating another girl from the station who was about the same age and had the similar lifestyle and life story. Right. They sat down and figured it out they'd each been with over a hundred people. Right. And all we could think was, wow, man, those genitals just used all up. They've seen a lot. Yeah. Now this young man is worried that she might leave him because, well, she's not through sowing her oats. There's a million reasons why one person might leave another one. It has little to do with, well, she slept with him before. Uh, you know, not that big of a deal. Wait, uh, she, he's worried that she's going to go sow her wild <laughs> oats or she has more she wants to she sow. She has more, more sowing well, to do. Then I think that he's answered his own question. He doesn't need to worry about it. She wants to run out and do some more stuff. Uh, the advice they've been given, the best way is to talk about it, ignore the past, and build the future with even better stories that they create together. Mm. So all the wild shit she did in the past, you got to go out and do even more wilder shit. Yeah. So she forgets about that lame shit she was doing before. And all those 29 other dicks. I don't know why people even have that conversation. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to know. I'd be like, okay. You're either going to feel bad or you're going to feel <laughs> jealous or it's going to make you feel like, well, I've barely slept with anybody. Yeah, it's all pre-me, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't care. I wasn't no, there. I don't give a shit either. Things women do as someone's girlfriend. These are things that women say. I won't do it for just friends, but I'll do it when we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, I tell you about things they do that when they're girlfriends that they no longer will do when they're wives. Yeah, it's mostly just blowjob stuff. And that's, you know. Blowjob. Any kind of weird sex, you know. <laughs> it's hard to bring up some of the things you talk about in this podcast to your wife. And every once in a while, my wife will say she listened to the podcast, and she'll say, 
Well, that was something. And I want to ask her, was there anything that piqued your interest? <laughs> but I don't you know. You mean something like, I want to try something? But I don't know if she thinks that it was interesting like for us to have this conversation or like maybe any of it was interesting. Like, huh? <laughs> She's yeah. like, I heard the podcast this week. I'm going to peg you and then pee on you. And I'm like, oh. Again? <laughs> don't you life. ever get tired of that? <laughs> and then I'll play the pegging music. Here's what women will do once they're your girlfriend. They'll go to holiday family gatherings. Okay. That's pretty great. You got somebody to hang with. Plus, you wouldn't dream of taking a female friend to a holiday family gathering, would you? No. All they're going to do is pepper her with questions that you don't want to have to answer. So do you feel anything for him? Uh, one woman says, I wouldn't do anything. Uh, oh, when, when somebody's not your boyfriend, I won't do anything that even slightly inconveniences me. <laughs> if it's casual, so is my effort. Ooh, and when a woman's your girlfriend, she'll buy you expensive things. Another woman says, spicy bedroom stuff definitely involves major feelings. That's also probably true. If we're not in an official relationship, I will not come to them. Uh, I will not come to them in my time of emotional need. Uh, I will not cook for them if I'm not a girlfriend. She says, cooking is one of the most intimate things you can do for a loved one. I will not text good morning or good night. Hey. Unless I'm the girlfriend, uh, I'm not using condoms. Or I'm using condoms. <laughs> 30 dogs. 30 dogs. For, for a minute there, that lady became very exciting. <laughs> I'm not the girlfriend and I'm not using rubbers. Oh, only, all right. Only rubbers with strangers. <laughs> hey, I just thought of something. This is the second to last podcast of the year. Yep. I won't let anyone see my bedroom unless they're a boyfriend. I won't fart in front of someone unless they're my boyfriend. I, well, I mean, is that really a treat, though? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the good stuff. <laughs> I won't let someone stay overnight if they're not the boyfriend. I won't share my food. Oh, if I'm not officially dating the person, I'll assume we're both keeping our options open. Oh, so you're still out there having yep. a little fun. She can do it, too. You'll be out there not using condoms all over town. I won't let someone see me when I'm sick or take care of them when they're sick if I'm not the girlfriend. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, I like this happy music. Maybe it should be like the official podcast music. Here he comes, pegging Patty, walking down the boulevard. All right, here we go. Uh, sexting. Uh, most Americans will admit to sexting, right? <clears throat> I think it was when we talked about on the show the first text ever sent. I think that was probably the second text ever sent. Yeah. I'm like, am I doing this right? <laughs> what are you wearing? Check out my dick. <clears throat> um, whoa, I didn't know this. According to a, a study, 17% of adults have reached orgasm or at least been aroused from texting. There's a big difference between being aroused and orgasming from a text. But okay, we'll go with it. So does that, I mean, that's got to be a woman, right? I hope. I mean, Many, from a guy's perspective, could you read a text? Anything is arousing. You will get hard and yeah. blow your own load without doing anything. Yeah, if my wife says something like, no, I don't need anything at the grocery store. That uh -huh. is an arousing text to me. That means I don't have to go to the grocery store. Uh, many participants uh, said sexting uh, helps them spice things up in their long-term or long-distance relationship. Experts agree that texting can be a foolproof strategy to keep things hot. Sexing can build intimacy and connection. It can also help create a sense of anticipation and excitement. So, what you need is sexting conversation starters. 
Hello. Uh, you can get all of these if you go to, uh, I believe it's Men's Health Magazine. And they've got all the starters, all right? So we're just going to do a handful because there's tons of these things and you can use them. My go-to for the longest time uh, was always to start that kind of thing. There's always like a, what are you doing text? But if I ever wrote, what you doing? Like, what you then doing? It was like, I'm that, so casual, yeah, they, man. Well, they kind of knew, like, that's like, you know, that's right. that's kind of what I'm angling yeah, at. Yeah, you're like Bugs Bunny, like, what you doing? I'm like, hey, what you doing? All right, so we'll just do two examples of every one. Nothing. You can start with a compliment sext. Something like, you're such a smoke show, or you're gorgeous, sexy, or handsome. Or something along the lines of, pay him a compliment, you have the hottest insert body part I've ever seen. Oh. Here you go. Here's the what am I doing right now sext. Here's here's three of them. Just wanted you to know that I'm here, sitting here thinking about how good you taste. Wow. <laughs> no, some, <laughs> hey, hey, some of these are real fast, man. Hey, hearing you say that in a room with just me <laughs> in it is a little jarring. Just thinking about you made me so hot, I had to sneak off and touch myself. <laughs> and again... You can't ever read these out loud, man. Hey. I can smell you on my fingers, and it's turning me on. <laughs> I'm not fucking texting that. No way. <laughs> you know, you should get a text back. You didn't wash your hands? Gross! You're a dirt person. <laughs> All right, the preview anticipation sext. Ooh. All right, here's the top three. This one sounds great. Think you could put on that set I love tonight, meaning lingerie. I want okay. to see you in it so bad. I can't wait to try that fantasy we talked about the other day. Oh, you mean like you doing the dishes and not complaining for once? Always thinking of all the ways I'm going to show you I want your la- I want you later. All right. Uh, those are okay. Yeah, then there's stuff like I want to tear your clothes off as soon as you walk through the door. You know, I can't wait to be inside of you. You know those obvious standard issue. Now, what about if you're a dominant? Yeah, and come you- over here and suck these nads. Okay, you can't read these out loud. You sound like a goddamn psychopath. Do it, do it. Okay. Uh, That's a pretty naughty photo. (laughs) 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 This is when you're a dominant. Imagine if you're in some sort of court deposition when your text and your dirty texts get read out loud. I'd be just I'd just say I'm guilty. I'll pay whatever. That's a pretty naughty photo. <laughs> I think someone needs to be punished. <laughs> that last photo made me so hard. What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> you can't wait for me to come over and fuck you. Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sure this is hot as hell if you're reading this off a of phone, oh, like, and you're reading course, it in your head. But you and I are just in this room, and you're reading it out loud. Like, that's not good. Have you been a bad girl today? I had dessert at lunch. That's bad. God, that's fucking funny. I gotta right. remember that. Here's the submissive. This means you, you know, lie down. I need to be taught a lesson. Oh, well, good, because you just sent a text about needing to be taught a lesson. I'll be a good boy and do what you say. That sounds like a guy who's egging for a pegging. I think I need you to punish me. <laughs> <laughs> now, the sexual fantasy hey, text. I don't, I don't think I said those, because I'm like, I'm having a great day. I don't deserve to be punished. Uh-uh. I went to work on time. I hit the gym. I feel great. 
Here's the sexual fantasy sex. This is how you start the conversation. Uh, what do you think about while I'm fucking you? Would you enjoy being watched while we're having sex? Wow. What toys do we want to use together tonight? Those are pretty boring fantasies. Yeah. Let me see if there's anything juicy in here. Eh, not really. Eh, stuff like meet me at our favorite bar tonight, pretend you don't know me. Uh, the idea of you kissing another woman makes me hard instantly. All right. Well, yeah, not, but that's... Not, that's that's ev- not a real wild fantasy, but okay. every guy on the planet. <clears throat> right. Here's the doubt. Unless, unless she's setting it to you. Then you're like, well, hey, wait a minute. That I, that makes me hard, too. <laughs> <laughs> then like a test back. Goes, no, you're talking. <laughs> hey, we could be hard together. And then the final category is the down memory lane sext. The examples, I still get turned on when I think about insert. Remember the time you peed on me? Right. It was so hot when you blank. Okay. Uh, the orgasm you gave me last night sends shivers down my spine. So basically, you just regurgitate the past and hope that it picks up in the present. I think you can make a pretty good living for yourself reading dirty texts. Yep. Making a podcast. Jason reads <laughs> filth. <laughs> I'm in the mood to be tied up and taken advantage of. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I'm going to piss myself. A surgeon, a colorectal surgeon to be exact, oh. says if you're suffering from backside discomfort, what are you doing wrong? Uh, this dude's name is Bradley Morris. He laughs and calls himself a butt doctor. I've heard he's a colorectal you, surgeon. I've, I've heard that if you push too hard on the toilet, you can really tear yourself up. Most problems that he sees, this butt doctor, are directly connected to over-aggressive wiping. <laughs> if you really got to get in there. Whoa, wait a minute. Huh? He questions why people use toilet paper in the first place. Whoa. I have a pretty good idea. I'll answer that for you, Doctor. Oh, maybe he means like use a bidet. He wants you to use a bidet to illustrate but his you point. Can't, you can't use a public bidet. I mean, even in France, is that a thing? There are bidets that everyone gets to use? He says, imagine soiling your face or something else where you wouldn't smear it off with toilet paper. Instead, he dreams of the day when all of us are using bidets. Okay. Oh, I dream of the day. Hey, over-aggressive. How hard are people wiping? I don't know. I want three fingers to go up my ass. Okay, so here we go. This is the worst person on the planet. A man recently bought a house that was left vacant by a hoarder. He didn't realize how bad the hoarding problem was until he tried to, um, you know, take out the trash that was on the inside. Once he was inside the house, he was met by a foul stench. oh And the uh, presence of hundreds of beer bottles filled with urine. <sighs> Why? Man says he suspected the previous owner of the house was an alcoholic and never bothered to throw out the trash or clean the house. Eventually, he got so out of control that he just got up and left because he couldn't live there anymore. Oh, my God. So how long do you think it takes to clean out a hoarder's house that is filled with uh, piss bottles? <laughs> uh, can you just dump it on the ground or does it have to go like some sort of hazardous waste? Eight workers spent... Three days. Wow. Cleaning approximately 20,000 pounds of trash in the house because of the hoarder. Gross. 
like that guy's out there probably filling some other house with piss. Once you get, you know, once you get a taste of that yeah, lifestyle, I yeah. think you stay with it. All right, there you go. There's uh, this week's episode. Here's your freaking podcast. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. I think we have one more in us before the end of the year, and uh, that'll be next Tuesday. Remember, you can always get caught up. Stay uh, up to date, all things JLNK, by heading over to JLNKshow.com, and we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.